please welcome to the Creepcast, Michael Myers' favorite victim, a modern-day scream queen, and the princess of Halloween, Danielle Harris. Danielle, it's a pleasure to have you joining us on our Halloween edition of the Creepcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited for Halloween. Me too. This is my first year, actually, probably about a decade, that I actually get to get dressed up and go to a friend's party. So I'm running around right now looking for costume stuff. Oh, boy. That's last-minute costume shopping. I Actually, we're having a party uh, for the site, and I have to run uh-huh. out and finish up my costume. What are you going to be for Halloween? complete sense. I think I'm going to be uh, assassinated Abraham Lincoln. So, be carrying around a playbill and the whole bit. So, okay. Very cool. Do you look like him or are you going to do, do the beard and the, the whole thing? Yeah, I gotta. I have to add the beard. I'm not epic enough to, to grow a beard uh, like that, unfortunately. So. Awesome. Now, I know you've worked with just about every horror icon that there is, whether it was on... Fear Clinic or Halloween or Hatchet 2, so I'm just curious to find out uh, who's your favorite horror icon if if I don't let you pick Michael Myers, since that's the obvious obvious one. You want the character or the person? Uh, the character. Um, hmm. That's a hard one. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know, it's always hard when I try and narrow things down to my favorite. You know, I Really? So, I, I, you know, I think to me the girl from Halloween saying that Freddy Krueger is my horror icon, but <laughs> I may have to throw it out to Robert England for a minute. Okay. okay, no, that's fine. So, you're, you've been immersed in the horror genre now for quite some time, and you obviously do a lot of conventions, and, and you're in touch with the fans. Could you describe yeah. to me your, your most awkward horror convention moment? Um, it actually happened this past weekend when I was in, uh, or wait, takes a lot of balls to have uh, to walk up to somebody and just say that so as awkward as it is um, I commend him for for being able to do it I guess but still pretty pretty I mean, I weird a yeah a backhanded compliment yeah do you have something for me to sign <laughs> that's the follow-up <laughs> Okay. 
Now, I have to ask, with, with all the fans and horror conventions, how much do you think that the fans have influenced your your film career and maybe some of the decisions you've made in your film career? I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for my fans. Yeah. You know? If they didn't want to see me in movies and didn't get excited about it, then I wouldn't keep getting cast and stuff. So I think that's like, they totally influence it. Um, and every time I'm like, oh, I just want to do something else, you know, um, I go to a convention and I'm reminded of how, how important it is for me to kind of stay in this world for a little bit. Yeah. As long as it's still fun for me, then I'll stay. And I think Halloween too, I've sort of decided like I'm only going to do things that I haven't done before, which is... Well, I signed on to do Stakeland because I hadn't done the vampire movie. Yeah. I signed on to do Scare Clinic because I hadn't worked with Robert and Kane. I hadn't done anything for the internet. And then um, going and doing, like, um, Night of the Living Dead, The Origin, that I hadn't done any zombie stuff, nothing animated or, or 3D. I did God Killer, which is animated. But, yeah. Um, and then, so it's kind of like, and then the victim, like, working with Michael Bean and my friend Jennifer Blanc, like, I hadn't done a movie with my friends yet like being directed by a friend and then the short films that I've done this year I did one with William Forsythe directed by Tom Holland that I, I just love Bill and Tom and then I did one for my friend Michael Rosenbaum that happened again with AJ um, Bowen so it was passionate with me and you know Michael Rosenbaum was on Smallville and he's a good buddy so I was able to like play with him and then my friend Kimberly McCullough did a short for AFI that's sort of horror-ish um, but kind of badass girl that's a makeup artist yeah. in the effects world that has these fantasies of killing the nice guys called Nice Guys Finish Last. Okay. So sort of like, as long as I do all these things that are like different from what I've always done, then I'll be able to stay in it. Yeah, I saw some, some photos in the trailer for Victim uh, a while ago, so I, I knew you were working on that, but I hadn't heard too much about it other than that. So Yeah, they're, they're just kind of like, you know, slowly sort of talking about it, but Michael Bean directed it, and Jennifer Blanc produced it, and mm -hmm. she's starring in it with him, and um, I play, uh, play her best friend, and sort of this, like, coke-head, crazy, sassy stripper chick that yeah. ends up, uh, it seems they get themselves in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> now, not to, to pull away from some of the, those projects, but I have to bring this up, and I'm going to say, spoiler alert, spoiler alert to our listeners who have not seen Halloween 2, and if you haven't, you should, because it was probably my favorite horror movie that year. Um, really? I thought so. Uh, one of the saddest moments, though, in the franchise, and, and maybe in any horror movie for me, is when your character, Annie, dies. Die. Yeah, because I thought Rob captured that pretty well. Um, you kind of yeah. feel like you lose Jamie and Annie all at the same time, and then you feel bad for I Sheriff know. Brackett. You feel terrible for that guy. So could you tell us maybe what the mood was on the set or how you felt mentally when you were shooting that? You know, it was one of those things where the original script is actually notes Michael Myers and Annie. Yeah. And the way it was originally written was Lori comes upstairs and finds Annie in a bathtub of blood and the water leaking out all her bathroom floor. Yeah. And my head is out of the water and she drives me up and end up dying. And I, I thought the problem was like, I can't die in this movie and not have a scene with my arm. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do, but just something that shows him touching me or grabbing me, throwing me around, something. You know, I can't go out like this. Yeah. And, uh, and then we decided to turn on the floor because I know that in the bathtub was kind of cliche with just my head out of the water. I would have probably been around by that point. And um, it was just kind of winged it. And I love the, the emotional views. Like, I just said to it. Like, you rarely 
Yeah. It was, it was, it was sad, but like, I, it had sort of changed purpose in my life, and it was heartfelt. Like, I'm glad that I went out that way, and that Rob made such a big deal of that because I think it was really important. Yeah, we talked to Scout Taylor Compton um, in general about the movie, and I think one of the hardest scenes she said she had to deal with was that one because she she kind of like lost it. She said for a moment. So yeah, I mean, she was crying, I was crying. It was like Rob just let the cameras roll for what felt like five minutes, and we just you know improv that and played with that, and he just let it go and go and go. And after that's great. Now, I have one last last question about Halloween, and then I'll move on. Um, what are your thoughts about the Weinsteins moving forward with a, a Halloween 3D? I mean, I don't really know what's even going on with that. I know there's just kind of, like, moon runners, and everyone's sort of asking me, like, are they doing it, are they not doing it? And I have no idea right. what they're doing. Right. I mean, I think that everyone wants to jump on this 3D bandwagon, but I really just, I wish people would get a little bit more creative and put forward yeah, I just, I personally, I don't feel like 3D is that great for horror movies. It's kind of the subtlety and the authenticity of horror movies for me is what makes it creepy and, and fun. And when you get 3D in there, yeah. it feels more like an amusement park ride or something. I was just going to say, yeah, it's like, like it's Universal. I mean, I don't know, I don't like it. Exactly. Okay, so I know you like to ask people random questions. So I have some for you, and I just want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Ready. All right. How, favorite Halloween candy? Uh, Reese's What's your favorite horror convention to attend? Ooh, um, oh God, that's really hard. You want to pass on that one? That is pretty hard. Yeah, they're all different, you know? Yeah. I, I, love, I love Orlando because my family's there. I love, like, you know, Australia and Shiller because the East Coast, like, I'm from there. Yeah. Uh, I love going to Chicago classes, like, flashback weekend because I love Chicago. So it's kind of just depends. I'm going to have the convention and where it's at. Okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> um, your celebrity crush, and I, you cannot pick Bam Margera. <laughs> you follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I do follow you on Twitter, yes. <laughs> Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem? Yeah. Okay, alright. I like that pick better than Bam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, I'm a sucker for the funny guys. I don't know why, but I do. So. And, I do and I do have a, a tattoo thing, so. I like, I like the tattoo boy. Okay, I thought you said you had a tattoo of something of Bam for a second. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Man, you took that, yeah, to a whole new level. Okay, well, moving on. Speaking of that, what's your strangest habit or pet peeve? Um, my strangest habit would probably be constantly moving furniture around in my house. Every, probably once a week, I rearrange things in my house, whether it's paintings or candles or plants or couches or chairs. I'm always moving things in and out of my garage. So, are you a obsessive compulsive clean person who also hoards? Uh, I do not hoard. That's for <laughs> okay. sure. I have like only minimal, like only what I use, and um, I hate closet drawers. I hate that. I'm very everything I have in my home I love, but my style changes so much. So, okay. like I've got a couple different 
garage, different dressers, some different art. So I'll, I'll switch that stuff out. Um, that makes sense. I, I'm total OT, so as far as being clean, I'm like, I'm, I'm the girl that like scrubs the walls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you asked Kane Hodder once if he had stolen anything, so I'm going to turn the table and ask you, have you stolen anything? I have. I, I actually have. It's really bad. I've only done it a couple of times, but <laughs> I love and really great Kane candles. Okay. That'll be a secret. All right. <laughs> but that's it. Only like half candles. Okay. Well, I just wanted to get I wanted to get Kane some retribution there uh, by asking I've you. Never told anyone that before. So. Awesome. <laughs> Everyone's gonna hide their candles when I come over from now on. I know it. Yeah. No more at events. It's done. You're over. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. What is your favorite beverage, and may I buy you one? Um, let's go with alcoholic. Alcoholic favorite beverage would be a Maker's Hat on the Rock. Okay. Or like a Jack's Old Fashioned. I'm a whiskey girl. Whiskey. Or a really great bottle of wine. All right. Do you keep in touch with Roseanne or John Goodman? With who? With Roseanne or John Goodman. Do you keep in touch with them? see Saw 3D after we just had our 3D conversation? I try to see all horror movies for as many as I can. Like this week, my buddy Jim Mitchell, who directed Steak Lash and Stank with me, so we'll probably go to the movies every day and see those double features this season. And I have been emailing everything on AMC this week for, I mean, all every horror movie that's popped up that's going to be on AMC this week at Tivo, so. Awesome. Um, That's what we like to hear. So, what is your favorite Rob Zombie song? Devil's Rejects. Okay. We just saw Rob and Alice uh, in concert here in Kansas City not too long ago. It was amazing. Me too. I just saw them in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, it was a great show. It was awesome. It was great show. I was sitting in between Adam Green and Bill Moses. <laughs> <laughs> really? And Jake and Jake Lucy and Zoe Bell. And I was looking around like, this is a trip, man. Yeah, that was a talk about a great crowd to, to watch a concert with, right? Yeah, totally. And then we went Thug Warmer. <laughs> what a, that's a great night. That's a good night. I love it. Okay, I have one last random question for you. Okay. Will you take me as your guest to your next horror movie premiere, and I will allow you to say yes and mean no? <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, that's all I wanted to hear. I can see. I can edit. I can edit that out later, and it'll sound like yes. So that'll be great. Um, 
Now, the name of our site's downrightcreepy.com. So we started a segment on our site called Ask a Creepy Question During Our Interviews. Okay. So I always try and preface this with um, don't get creeped out by it, but that's kind of the point of it. So, um, yeah, I don't get creeped out for you. Yeah, I didn't think so. So you, you used to take pole dancing classes, correct? I still do. Okay, do you ever dance around your house naked, and if so, what song do you listen to? Yes, I actually do it all the time. I don't do it naked, but I do it wearing, you know, tanks and panties or something, and I have a big thing for leg warmers, and we dance barefoot. So, the vision that you guys might have in your head of, like, pole dancing is definitely not the kind of dancing that I do. Um, (laughs) Exercise. I I do. Well, it's a really sort of, like, just more emotional movement. Okay. Usually it's um, inspired by... To, yeah, you just kind of have to go with the flow then if you don't have the pole. Okay. So obviously no Rob Zombie, because that would be weird. For sure. Okay, I have a couple of, couple of things to finish out on. Um, I'm curious, do you know what happened to Hatchet 2 um, getting yanked from theaters? You know, we had this unrated release. Uh, it was a pretty pretty big deal for horror fans, and then a week later it got yanked. I mean, we can probably kind of figure out what happened there, but I didn't know if you had any details on that. I don't really know. They wouldn't really say specifically what happened. I've heard a couple of rumors. Yeah. One they were saying that it wasn't really showing good numbers at the box office, but that's kind of that's kind of bullshit because they didn't even let us stay through the weekend, and a lot of people that were going in could also be a bit of the problem. Or, um, or kids that were underage that were buying tickets to other movies with taking in. So you can't really base it on that. They yeah. didn't give us a chance to show what we could have done. Um... You know, and then, I don't know, they were taking a chance and someone somewhere along the way, I think, just sort of freaked out. I mean, I... got pulled, and it, it kind of sucks, you know. It just, we, we fought so hard to get it in there, and I guess we got it in, so that's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, it's like all that work we did trying to get everybody in the theater, and it just really didn't, didn't pay off. Yeah, and then when, by the time they did go, the damn movie was out of the theater already. Yeah, well, and it's kind of unfair to say... To say that it had, you know, I, I guess it's unfair to pull it that quick because it was only on 67 screens. So to say that it didn't yeah. do well numbers wise. It wasn't even actually on all those screens. It was only on like 40 something. To, to say that it didn't do well financially and you give it one week with that many screens, I mean, that's pretty unfair. Not even they gave it like two days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The opening weekend they yanked it. So, because we, we didn't get a chance to see it here in Kansas City and that was. Pretty disappointing, so we'll have to wait for the DVD or maybe something, uh, maybe they can release it. Yeah, I think it. it's going to be, I think they have 90 days, Adam Green was saying, so 
like a video on demand first yeah. and then come out on DVD, I guess. What's that, like end of the year, beginning of January? Yeah. Well, that'll, that'll be good. We can finally see it then. Okay. Yes, absolutely. One of the projects that I've known about for a while that you're doing, um, but I think it's been kind of on hold, is your website, horrorgals.com? Yes, yes. Yeah. Can we, do we know what we'll expect on there as far as what you'll feature or maybe when that'll actually get launched? Well, it's going to get launched as soon as I stop working long enough to do it. Unfortunately, I don't have anyone helping me do it, and I'm not very computer savvy. The only thing that I've been able to do thus far, the site's built, but it's really neat having, like, taking all of my, um, my videos and all my pictures and all the stuff that I've been sort of accumulating over the last year, which is a lot of stuff. Yeah, I bet. And, and loading it on and then showing it. But being able to have enough more content continues to change. It's just like to be in everyone's face with your with my camera and to be <laughs> on set and a lot of the producers when I am on set, like which I was doing catch it too, like I had a bunch of video and a bunch of pictures and they were like, You can't put it on your website till the movie comes out. So it's like, while I may have the first look at that stuff, right. people are really weird about showing anything because it gives stuff away. So it's kind of like trying to find that balance. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but uh, probably, yeah, I mean, I really have to be home for a long period of time to get everything. And I keep working out of town and I don't have time when I'm on location to like come home at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning after working at night shoot right, <laughs> and yeah. download content onto my website. <laughs> so, um... I just need to get a little bit of help, I think, and then once I do that, then I'll, it'll be up and running. That's awesome to hear. So before I let you go, I know we've run over a little bit here. Um, some of your recent projects, I think we've kind of talked about, you know, Hatchet 2, uh, you were doing Cyrus, God Killer, and then do you want to go ahead and tell us about the other projects real quick or name them off and any horror conventions you may be at um, soon? Yeah, I'm going to go actually next week, and I'm going to Scarefest in Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Show, and then after that, I'm actually going to um, Horror Hound in Cincy, Ohio. Awesome. And then I'm off to shoot a movie called Shiver with John Jarrett, actually, who I love. Um, and we're going to go up to Portland and, and shoot that. It's a psychological thriller, not a horror movie. Um, and let's see, did the big camp with Jen and Michael. Mm-hmm. And what else? My, my little short film, which I'm actually going to probably put some pictures online today from my shoot with Michael Rosamond and E.J. Bowen. Awesome. That's my little horror short. And I'm supposed to do a movie with William Forsyth, too, actually, that he wrote called New Blood um, up in Rhode Island in January. Okay. It's this awesome sort of eyes wide shut vampire movie that's really badass. Cool. And then you have Night of Living Dead Origins? Yeah, so I just did like facial capture for that a couple weeks ago, and that looks like insane. I mean, the the guys that that uh, worked on Avatar are also working on this, and, and oh, it, wow. it just looks like nothing you've ever ever seen before. Okay. I, mean, I was stoked about it, and then I saw some stuff. I went over to the photographer, and he showed me what it's going to look like, and it just it's going to knock your socks off. That's awesome to hear. Make sure we look forward to that. Yeah. Well, and Hate Clan. I mean, I'm so proud of this movie. One. You know, Audience Choice Award for Midnight Mass at Toronto um, International Film Festival. So uh-huh. I'm really, really, really proud of that movie. Um, and I think that that's going to be, uh, Dark Skies is releasing that too. That's going to be, I think, in theaters probably February. Okay. So definitely check that out. Sounds like we have a lot to look forward to uh, from you coming up. So. Yeah, for sure. I thank you so much for your time today. I really sure, do appreciate no it. no problem. Have a great Halloween. You too. I'm glad that you get a chance to enjoy it this year. And, uh... 
We'd love to have you uh, back on the show sometime in the future. So I wish you the best. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been another Creepcast on DownrightCreepy.com.